genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we're covering the movie Clerks, one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkow. And today we're covering Minute 27 of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest metal face minute ever. And we're joined one last time by Sean German from Five Minutes of Mime and the Spinal Tap Minute. What do you call this? Well, this piece is called uh, Lick My Love Pump. Metal boys, metal. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> that was probably like the least metal hello ever. <laughs> this is my metal hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Right. Well, I thought I was going to do a metal face, and then I'm like, well, no, it's, it's audio. It's audio. It's a podcast. <laughs> no one's going to see it. So. Listen, you're on five minutes right. of mine. We would have understood. We'd given you the time. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, minute 27 begins with a cat burying its poop and ends with Jay interpreting Olaf. <laughs> yes, we're, uh, you'll be lucky you get one of the rare cuts outside, so you actually get to leave Quick Stop for a moment. Some fresh air. Yes, and uh, as Chris was saying on uh, Wednesday, in this minute we start off with Dante just going into some sort of weird, bogus revenge scheme that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's more convoluted than a Lifetime movie. Pr- <laughs> He's explaining the vindictive printer, like meaning like I don't, I don't know. Someone asked her out once and got shot down. Come on, yeah, you're right. Meanwhile, he's describing. Well, he's he's not describing himself because we know he. They went out for more than just he had more than he he did more than just ask her out. But to the person on the other end of this line, he's thinking this, you know, you asked her out, you got shot down. And now you're why are you bugging me? <laughs> well, the guy on the other end apparently eventually hangs up on him. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's how far yeah. that goes. The guy on the other end makes the correct decision. <laughs> just yeah. And out. says, yeah, exactly. I am talking to a crazy person. And this is the point at which I hang up. <laughs> and then Dante sniffs the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so apparently, well, I just yeah, that was a powerful crap dump or crap dump, a cat dump. <laughs> yeah, crap cat dump. dump. Well, just the look on Joe's face, he's like, he's not just standing there because I guess we determine whatever he needs, whatever business he has, he can only do it at this shop. So he's going to put up with the cat. But like, he could be looking away. He could be checking his watch. He could grab a newspaper. <laughs> now he's, he's watching what's happening yeah. with the cat. And it's a good, I will say it's a good looking cat. I, I like, I like Lennon's tomb. He's a good, and, but, and, and you definitely get, uh, you get the, the sound here. I guess, I don't know if it's Foley or if they catch it live, but the, the sound of the pawing in the litter is very yeah. clear at the start of this minute. Yeah. And then you get the, the off screen meow. Yeah. Oh, and the meow. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird. Like some things, obviously this is kind of done shoestring budget, independent film, but some, some of the technical things. They really hit just kind of like the first eight or nine seconds of this minute is uh, is one of those times. Yeah, I mean, for the budget they worked on and the and I'll use the term loosely, the crew that they had, they did a lot. This is not a film that looks like I mean, it's obviously low budget. But I think when you hear what the budget actually is, when you hear $27,000, that's why everybody's like, holy crap, like, really? And half of that's your film stock. It's not like you have money. Well, yeah, just like between film and developing, developing film was not cheap at, uh, you know, 24 frames a second. That's a major chunk of change right there. I think most of it works because of Kevin and Scott and Dave Klein, the DP. They obviously, those three Mm -hmm. guys knew what the hell they were doing. No one had to wrangle people how to get shots where shots needed to be because, like, obviously they didn't have money. There's no coverage. They can't have any coverage. You have Mm -hmm. your one set of shots, whatever you're going to do. If you want to make two shots out of this, do it. 
But we're not going to know if it worked or not until it comes back from the lab five days from now to find out if you've got any of that footage. So you don't have time to screw That's around. Scary. Like, yeah, on a major film, you're yeah. like, oh, we'll just shoot a ton of coverage. We'll shoot a one shot, a two shot, and this and that, and, you know, in and out. Yeah, he ha- doesn't have any time for that. Yeah, and then what are you going to do, right, when, when it comes back from the developer in five days and there's an issue or a question or you miss something? Are you now going to adjust your shooting schedule to go back to the scene you did five days ago? Yeah. You may not have that actor. And, and you're... You know, he's certainly restricted in terms of the time he has with, with the quick mart, with the quick stop when he can film. And that this is, I mean, now you, you could do something like this. You could throw it up on YouTube or it could be on demand or, you know, even Netflix or something like that. This had like a big screen release. I saw this in the theater next to, you know, all the other big, big films of the day. Um, I remember seeing this. Uh, so this is the, uh, it was actually New Year's Eve, 1994, when I saw this. Compared to, so over the course of that week, I saw three movies. We saw, I saw Dumb and Dumber, and then I saw Pulp Fiction, and then I saw this. Oh, within the span of a week, week at the <laughs> end of 94. Um, and like, uh, I think this of, of those three, probably Pulp Fiction has the most rewatchability, I'll admit. But I think this is a better movie. And especially when you, when you consider the, you know, the, yeah, the, the financial and technical restraints. And, and one of the, I don't, I'm sorry, I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent than, than what we have in this movie, but I know this is my last minute. So I'm, I'm going to state my piece and you just, you're going to, you can, you can cut this out and post. <laughs> but, uh, so one of the criticisms of, of the film that I hear is kind of related to stuff you were talking about in terms of the camera angles and camera placement and stuff like that. But just recognizing, yeah, he's working with film. He's, he's limited in time. He's limited in terms of the patience of his, you know, his, his crew and his actors are all volunteers. I think there was some talk of when it got picked up by Miramax, there, there was some money involved, but I can't imagine these people are getting paid or paid much at this point. And it's all, it's 4 a.m. We're working in this closed convenience store. Uh, you know, I, I can't imagine in that situation there's too much patience for reshoots or can we, yeah, that was okay, but can we do one more and that kind of stuff? It, no, we got it. We got to move on for many reasons, you know, having to, to film that way and, and to get, to get this to come out of that, I think is amazing. Yeah. And like you said, 94. Uh, so Pulp Fiction comes out the same year, which is also technically an independent <laughs> film. But the difference is he's independent as in he's not tied to a studio. Mm-hmm. Not as yeah. in I'm financing this with my credit cards. There's quite a bit of a difference between having John Travolta, Sam Jackson, and Bruce Willis in your movie and recruiting people from your local theater group. Yeah. The, and yeah. he, the thing that I like about it is, I mean, with the exception, I mean, there's issues with people. He works with what he's got. Brian O'Halloran is a solid actor and can carry a film, you know, as like the, the steady point in the middle. So he has to do a lot of the heavy mm-hmm. lifting in this. Jeff Anderson is good as like his sidekick character. A lot of the people that come into this store over the course of the day, not great actors, but he works with what they got. Like they're there right, just right. long enough. Nobody overstays their welcome. There's a couple bright points, like we said earlier, with like Chuli's gum guy, Scott Schiaffo is a good actor. So when he's in there, they're really firing at each other. They're, that's, that's a real high point. Later on, when you have a little bit lesser actors come in, it's more about Dante and Randall together attacking them or, or Randall attacking them and Dante trying to get him to stop. Mm-hmm. But like he works with what he's got. Like nobody coming in is he doesn't have a level talent all over the field. <laughs> like he doesn't have he doesn't have Tim Roth <laughs> in a minor role, you know, in a, in a four yeah. minute role in his movie. Yeah, he doesn't have Uma Thurman as a uh, yeah. you know as Caitlin. He's got a yeah. 
Yeah, he sure he sure doesn't have Uma Thurman as, as Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll get to that later. That's a that's a whole other issue. So after All some right. some cat crap smelling, I think we finally get out of here. <laughs> so yeah, we we get out of this. Is uh, I think Lennon does appear later. Lennon's tomb, but that's his big scene. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely his so, spot. Uh, right. That's his spot. Who wants to unpack Jay's first line on the outside? Well, I have more than just his first line. That is the last line of this of his spiel that he was supposed to say. Do you want to hear the sure. whole thing? Because it's okay. way worse. <laughs> it's worse. Oh, okay. It's way worse. Okay. It starts out with Jay saying, not in me. That's what she says. I got to pull out and spank it to get it on. So I blow my nut on her belly and I get out of there. Just as my uncle walks in. It was such a close call. I'll tell you what, though. I don't care if she is my cousin. I'm going to knock those boots again tonight. That was the entire spiel. So, in the film version, we only get, I don't care if she's my cousin. I'm going to knock those boots tonight. Yeah. And now you see why. Because he was pulling it out and yeah. pulling it on her gut which, and everything else. Which nobody reacts to, and everybody just goes right past. <laughs> right. Now, did he say that whole thing, and everybody just looks at him, and the girl walks up? I mean, I guess if you're friends with Jay, <laughs> you're just used to hearing that. Yeah. You're used you, you kind of right. know. You're like, yeah, it's Jay. <laughs> just like when he dropped those knees into the circus seal, nobody <laughs> They just knew he was going to do it. Yeah, don't remind me. That was, that was a rough week for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, also, if, if Jay is based on the real Jason Muse, which Kevin has said he is, he's basically, he told him to play himself, and then Jay wasn't capable of doing it, and he had to, he had to teach him how to act like himself. Um, Jay was a big liar and just lied about all these encounters he had with women. It's perfectly understandable. He could be making all this shit up. He's just, he may or may not have this cousin. This chick may not even exist. And he's just making up like, oh, yeah, I did this and that. Oh, yeah, I'm having sex all over the place. And that's why he's getting a zero reaction. He's getting a total no-sell out of both people. They're just waiting for the finish Yeah, whatever, Jay. That's great. And then, uh, what's her name? Is this Leslie Hope? I think I got it. Yeah, Leslie. Hope. Yeah, so this is the uh speaking of crew, this is the makeup department. Yes. Leslie right, the entire Hope. makeup department. And her husband was in it earlier. He was the one that chased I think it was her husband. Now I can't remember. Pretty sure it was her husband or her boyfriend. He's the one that chased Veronica down in the uh parking lot when he said, I hope you don't suck any dick on the way through the parking lot and he walks away after her. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yes. her husband? I, I can't remember if it was her husband or her boyfriend. The they Toxic Avenger? Avenger. Old Toxie. <laughs> um, this is also a very Jersey moment of him calling her the human vacuum cleaner and her calling him a scumbag. I'm like, oh, yeah. I think I've witnessed this conversation before. Right. Obviously, old yeah. friend. Um, if you're unfamiliar about how people talk to each other on the East Coast, that's how they do it. <laughs> it is yeah. nothing but a barrage of insults, and you better have some thick skin because people are going to try to hurt you. I've known people that have come here from other states, and they get offended pretty easy at first. Then you get used to it, and you you know yeah. you start jumping in. I tell them, them so. <laughs> Only get worried if they're not talking to you, right? If they're not saying anything to you, or if they're ooh, even worse, if you're getting fake politeness. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> fake politeness is you need to worry about. If they're like, well, how are you doing today, sir? How are you doing? No, no, that's bad. That's bad. Yeah, get out of there. Get out of there quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're about to lock that door. You're about to have some uh, bad stuff happen to you. This is also another minute of Kevin Smith not knowing how to smoke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had that note. Yeah, it's a really bad smoking minute for uh, for, for Silent Bob here. My uh, favorite line of this minute is, I don't know, do I look like his fucking biographer? Let's <laughs> see what part of Russia he's from. <laughs> well, then why she's like, I guess she knows that Bob doesn't talk. Like, so it's, 
Olaf is Bob's cousin, but she keeps right. talking to yeah. Jay. Like, where's he from? Yeah. And yeah, but then Jay asks him where he's from. He kind of stares off into space. Silent Bob gives him the hand gesture, and then he goes, Moscow. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was okay. Yeah, yeah, like, oh yeah, it's okay to answer her. Yeah, he's waiting for the nod from, uh, from Cousin Bob there. This is okay. I also like it. They didn't even bother to come up with like a, some other Russian town. They're like, no, Moscow. No one cares. <laughs> like, we're, right. I'm not opening up a map here to try to come up with anything else. Yeah, Moscow, the one Russian city that an American is likely to have heard of. Because if you say anything else, they're going to be like, what's that? Yeah, so Olaf is John Henry Westhead. Yeah, that dead silence lets you know what kind of career he went on to after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 that's a nice name. I did a little research and, and came up with uh, with not much. Yeah, um, I really envy the other minute podcasts when they have an actor come on screen and they're like, "We're going to go to his IMDb page and tell you all his other stuff." And everybody in Clerks has two credits: this movie. And the movie they made about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually that's good. When you get a new character, like a new actor coming in, like, all right, I know what I'm doing that minute. This, uh, you guys are going to have yeah, to work every, for a living. Yeah, most of the, 90% of the credits are like, they're in this movie, and then they're a character in the movie Shooting Clerks. Yeah. <laughs> which is the film about this film. Right. Well, I'm glad I didn't waste my time because my last note for this minute was look up John Henry Westhead, but I never did. So, <laughs> so a couple of nice that's, things. That's why. We, he does have that nice, the USA shirt. Yes. Yeah. The, the <laughs> well, obviously, he's an immigrant. He's yeah. got to wear a USA shirt. Right. I'm also assuming you, you talked earlier about the there's a shot, there's a close-up of Silent Bob, there's a shot of their feet. I'm assuming that's trying to cover for Jay, not being able to get his lines out. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. I was wondering, because that's like the most the most 90s shot in terms of like, I don't know, trying like if you, I guess, well, yeah, it makes sense if he's just trying to cover up and, and not show uh, Jay's mouth while he's fumbling lines. Like, it's just so like, oh, trying to be grungy edgy kind of 90s like why would you just have this random shot of a feet in the middle of the scene of, uh, it also seems yeah it seems very unlike heaven to do that shot anyway but like he has a shot later in the movie where you see a guy where you, i think you see jay stealing stuff from the quick stop yeah and it's the same thing he's trying to cover for an actor that can't go through with one of his giant kevin smith monologues yeah and also, it's so the 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 ground is so unattractive. This you get the oh, cigarette yeah, butts everywhere. and candy wrappers and <laughs> like ketchup. Yeah, and I'm and- yeah, I'm guessing they didn't dress that scene either. I'm thinking that's just <laughs> what was there. Yeah, either that or just like the tripod slipped uh, or something. The camera just went down. <laughs> yeah, just like keep filming, keep filming. We don't have money for anything. Just keep going. <laughs> just keep, yeah. Although it does, uh, it gives me a chance to uh, a natural a natural plug for uh, my previous podcast, the Spinal Tap Minute, because uh, there's a shot in there around minute fifty four where we talk about there's a there's a close up shot if you remember or if you haven't seen. This is Spinal Tap in a while. Uh, there's a scene where Nigel Tufnell is alone on stage doing one of his signature uh, guitar solos. And as part of his solo, he has a, a, a guitar he's playing. And there's a second guitar on, on stage on a stand that he kicked uh, to play, that he's playing with his foot. And so we get a shot of his feet, uh, similar to this shot. And so that spurred us to have a little conversation about footwear and sneakers and uh, what kind of personality types go with what kind of shoes. And we notice, uh, so in that scene in Spinal Tap, Nigel Tufnell is wearing Nikes, like we see uh, Silent Bob here is wearing, because he's kind of a rock and roll kind of guy. Uh, now for metal, metal you go past sneakers straight on the boots. So we notice Olaf is wearing like the combat boots appropriately, because he is metal. Yeah. 
And then, uh, I guess drug dealers wear ASIC <laughs> to, to explain Silent Bob. I guess if he needs to run for the cops, he needs something, uh, that's good to go. Uh, yeah, I don't know what she's wearing. I know nothing about women's footwear. <laughs> yeah, those are, they're ankle boots. You can't see it underneath the jeans, but I'm guessing they're like little ankle high boots. They are. She kicks up her jeans for a second. You see it. Oh, uh, do you? But yeah, kind of just, yeah, the, the weird shot going, uh, going to the feet and it, it's about as smooth as the way I worked in a plug. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's, uh, it's funny you bring up footwear because footwear is one of those things that can be a, it's kind of like hairstyles. It can be a dead giveaway for when your movie got filmed. Yeah. Which is why you'll see in, uh, if you're smart and you're doing a science fiction film, mm-hmm. everybody wears boots. Yeah. You put them in black boots. Black boots have been the style for the last 500 years. Like, fine. It's black <laughs> boots. You're good. No one will ever give your, your shoes a second look, but you put them in something else and it'll stand out. Yep. Like if you look, you're like, what the, what, what are they wearing? <laughs> like, like what is this weird? And it's always something because they try to get futuristic. So it's some crazy ass, like loafer looking thing. And you're like, who the hell right. would wear Silver. this? Right. <laughs> well, that I never understand. This is off topic, but like in a science fiction thing where all of a sudden everybody's wearing one piece outfits. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't see the human race going this way. I don't know. They said the onesie's been in style. Listen, they can keep no. saying it all they want. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. make it so. Sometimes they just... I got keep, one on right now. Listen, sometimes they just keep telling you something. They just try to make it a thing. Some things will never be a thing. <laughs> okay, so I guess it's not no. cool then. Never mind. Yeah, so send your onesies back. <laughs> yeah. if, if you're old enough that you're dressing yourself, then you're too old for a onesie. You probably shouldn't yeah. be wearing a onesie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. <laughs> I don't really have one on. I was just kidding. <laughs> As we hear the buttons coming off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing one. Send this back. Did anybody try to look up what Skolnick is, by the way? I couldn't find it. I couldn't no, either. I, I mean, I figured it was just garbage he made up, but yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I, I, I wonder. yeah, I, I, I took a, a year of Russian in college too many decades ago. I, am I don't remember any of it. Homeland so. Security right now. <laughs> no, I couldn't figure it out, and unfortunately, like in the uh, yeah, it wasn't. And I wasn't even sure like how like the spelling, or whatever. It wasn't in like any of the, the the scripts I looked up online or anything. So I'm wondering. I found it oh. on the internet, but it was just reference to the Clerks movie. There was there. Yeah, no I saw that too. Else. Yeah, it was a, it was just a reference to this. I was wondering if uh, if you make say he made this movie now, would you just jump on Google Translate and look up a word for like trying to say she was hot or like she was a right. slut, slut or something? Or yeah, something. yeah. yeah. <laughs> or is it funnier that he's make a made up word like old movies from like the the fifties and sixties when they had Germans in it? They just speak gibberish. Yeah. They're like they're not even speaking. They're just saying random German words. Don't make any sense. <laughs> the worst part is Jay's reaction because you know he has yeah. no idea what he mean, what he means by that either. That's yeah, he, up, he probably said like it's you know it's, it's a great honor and pleasure to meet you. I'm enjoying my visit in your country very much. <laughs> yeah. And then Jay's just like, whoa, what did he say to you? you know? oh, I can't believe you can't said believe that. You said that. All right, I don't think I have anything else. Everyone's done their uh, best metal face. Yeah, uh, that's all I got. Uh, do you guys have anything else? No. So we we talked no. about. Leslie, we talked about metal face. We talked about shoes. We talked about Kevin's awkward smoking. Yeah, <laughs> and Skolnick. that's the minute. And Skolnick. <laughs> all right, uh, Sean, why don't you tell people about all your other podcasts? All right, yeah, thank you. I'd love to. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I did a little thing called Spinal Tap Minute, where we uh, well, we did the same thing that Chris and Jeff are doing, but we did it for the movie This Is Spinal Tap. You can find that at spinaltapminute.com and all the places where finer podcasts are, are downloaded. And then I am currently doing a thing called Five Minutes of Mime, where it's a little bit of me talking and then it's a little bit of actual performance live uh, recorded in the podcast. And that's uh, 
you know, you may think, I don't know anything about mime. That's not for me. But no, it is. It's, uh, I try to gear it towards all levels. If you're new to mime, if you're experienced with mime, you're somewhere in between. There's something for us. So check that out. And that's at five minutes of mime.com with the, uh, spell dot F I V E minutes of mime.com. And if uh, you need more from me and Chris, if you want to financially fill our coffers, you can go over to Amazon.com while you're picking up your onesie. <laughs> and uh, you can pick up my book, The Dawn of Mars. It's a quick 300-page read. You'll fly right through it. It's three bucks on uh, Kindle, I think. And Chris, where could they go to uh, put some money in your pocket? You can go find Chris1200 on eBay. We sell uh, wrestling figures. And we have a um, Jane Silent Bob wing. As, as we speak, it's opening up, so... Come check it out. Uh, well played. Also, go over to DuelingGenre.com to uh, find us. We're also on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Make sure you join our uh, listeners group on Facebook. It's Jay and Silent Bob's Quicker Stop. Much better than the Quick Stop. It's the Quicker Stop. And, of course, go over to MoviesByMinutes.com. Check out all the movies there or all the Minutes movies, all 7,000 of them. Pay particular attention to the Star Wars Minute with uh, the original Pete and Alex who started this. So thank them or blame them <laughs> depending on what your iPod and your uh, – your library looks like right now if you have 8,000 of these podcasts trying to get done. All right, so we're out of here, and uh, we're not even supposed to be here today. I'm